Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Your Mental. This is the podcast that shares candid, open, and sometimes vulnerable conversations between and about men. Today, I've got with us Troy and Kabir. Troy's a longtime friend of mine, been friends with him since I met Sebastian, so that's also like 10 plus years, whatever it is. Good conversation day. We're talking about lessons in love. And if you like today's episode, make sure that you like it, leave a comment. And if you're not already, make sure that you're subscribed to the channel. That way, you know when new episodes come out. But we'll see you at the end of the video. Peace. First of all, Troy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, welcome to On Your Mental. <laughs> Thank you. And fuck, man, I've never. The amount of back and forth between the three of us setting this episode up. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. Why you guys hate each other, shit. don't want to work with each other. You cannot um, work with this man. <laughs> I don't know why you got him here. I don't know. He's the best. He's cute. Before we start this episode, we have a good episode ready to go here. We're going to be talking about um, lessons learned through love and through heartbreak, stuff like that. But before we do, I'm fucking pissed, man. I'm pissed off, dude. I got to get something out. And this is welcome to a new segment. I got some new lights and stuff. Welcome to a new segment called uh, What Grinds My Gears. Yes. Nice, nice, <laughs> <And> nice. <laughs> today, dude, I'm so pissed. <laughs> so, <laughs> for everybody watching, I'm working currently on trying to expand the set a little bit, add some things such as a fourth chair for four people whatever and the chair that i wanted to get of course was this chair i wanted to get another one of these ones because it would just be a matching set and then we would just be two and two across from each other simple easy good to go this chair doesn't exist anymore and so apparently through ikea you can't even order it you can't get it shipped you can't do whatever so it's out of stock can't buy it so got to look for a different one found another one it's all the way in coquitlam so we nice. live in richmond for people in the lower mainland people who know the area maybe i'll put a map on distance it's a bit out the way. Oh, it's yeah. annoying to get there. There's oh, yeah. a bunch of highways and there's always traffic. So yesterday I go to go and pick up this chair because it says it's in stock. There's one left, but it says it's there. I drive all the way there because you can't call them. There's no way to call Ikea for some reason. <laughs> you can't call the store. All it does is it says, here, once you have your four code or eight digit number, whatever item number, we'll tell you if it's in stock. And so you look it up and it just tells you what it says on the website. It's mm -hmm. the same fucking thing. So what's the point? Why am I going to call? So I drive there. And I go all the way there for the one left in stock. And I'm, I'm marching my way over to the aisle where it says it is. And there's the legs. There's the cover. No chair. <laughs> and so I fucking go all the way to Coquitlam just to get this thing. And then I go and talk to customer service. And they're like, oh, yeah, it looks like we actually sold that one today. We're getting four more tomorrow. So you can come back tomorrow. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, fine. Do you mind checking if Richmond will get it tomorrow? Because there's an Ikea in Richmond. Mm -hmm. They're not getting it tomorrow. Long story short, this brings us to today. So this is why my gears are grinding is because of today. It has nothing yeah. to do with yesterday. I was annoyed enough, but now going into today, I was prepared to just go and make another drive. And I go there about 12.30 in the afternoon, right? That's when I leave Richmond. It says it's going to take 40 minutes to get there. That's normal. That's fine. Takes me an hour and 45 <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Takes me two hours to come back. And I had to stop back at the Richmond Ikea because I had to get something else that was there. So now that I'm back at the Richmond Ikea, I'm going through Popeye's. Popeye's is next to the Richmond mm -hmm. Ikea because now I'm just pissed. Now I'm hungry, right? I've spent four hours on the road today that I could have been doing anything else yeah. instead of getting this stupid chair. And then it's a great chair, by the way. Uh, and then I go to Popeye's. I order my food and I ordered a chicken sandwich, fries, a drink, 
and the three-piece strips, right? So I'm hungry. I'm just mad hungry at this point, right? It has nothing to do with actual hunger. Yeah, I'm just hangry. And then the person at the counter goes, hey, do you want to try our popcorn shrimp for $2.99 today? And at first I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I look at the menu and it says they're regularly $9. So I'm like, wait, $2.99? They're like, yeah, $2.99. I'm like, sure, why not? Throw it in. I'm happy now, right? Yeah. Like I've yeah. got my food yeah. on the way. I've got extra. I'm ready to go. Let they me hand me it. the bag. I leave the <laughs> restaurant. I look in the bag and I think this is way too small. There's no way they got all the food. And so I look in the bag and I've got my strips and I got my fries. No sandwich, no shrimp. <laughs> I'm pissed, dude. I didn't drive off. But I was like, fuck, like just another thing on top of a four hour drive. Now I can't even just go straight home. I had to pick up cat food on the way home too to bring to my mom's place. Anyways, so then I go back in, I get my food, I leave, I go and get cat food. The thing that was pissing me off is how bad people are at driving in this city. And that's why I was there for four hours, man. You know it. it. I don't get it, dude. I don't fucking understand, man. If the analogy that I came up with while I was driving is, let's say you wanted to try, I don't know spear fishing i don't know something that you've never done before would you go out the next day and would you buy the best of the best stuff to do it or would you ease into it if i had the money i'd probably buy the best go fuck yourself (laughs) feed my analogy here (laughs) would would you ease into it obviously okay you'd ease into it (laughs) this is why i was getting so mad and i i get exactly your point though troy is the point that this exists in um people who are terrible drivers why are you driving a tesla (laughs) <laughs> why do you have a tesla why because, do you have a bmw tesla. why yeah, do you have a dude itself man you can't drive the person was you. driving in two lanes <laughs> oh, they were God. splitting the lane on the fucking highway and i'm like what are you doing it was blowing my mind people not using turn signals all this bullshit and i was just pissed off by the time i got home like i had the new chair in the car and it's a big box so i can't carry it on my own thank you for helping me bring it in troy um bunch of other (laughs) bunch of other stuff that i bought on the trip to ikea and the only thing i brought up with me was my food because i was just fucking done with it i didn't want to deal with anything else i was i'll come back down later i'm just fucking hungry and then by the time i get up they put in one of the wrong sauces so anyways everything's wrong all of this to say i'm not mad anymore But the yeah. welcome to grinds my gears on uh, on your mental. Jesus Christ! If man. I was that pissed, I would have debated just eating in the car. I thought about it. I thought about just stopping and eating and just cutting my day. Yeah, but then you got greasy fingers and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the <laughs> other thing. In the car, man. I'd rather get not home. Those, not that. Not that kind of food. It was a hot day too. <laughs> Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Then you gotta touch the steering wheel. <laughs> you just, no, park. Your face gets itchy. You're rubbing yourself with the grease. <laughs> We're back on grinds my gears. <laughs> Dude, nah. Um, yeah, it was it was just pissing me off. But I'm here with my friends. With my chair. I don't have to be mad anymore. So who said we're friends? <laughs> good man, good man. Um, I should say, actually, Troy. Troy, yeah. you're Seb's cousin. We've yeah. talked about you a couple of times on the on the show. Sadly. Sadly. Yeah. We've talked about you a couple of times on the show, just referencing you and our group of friends, and now you're finally here, man. Happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah. And you look Glad great. To be here. <laughs> don't touch me, please. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this on, I don't work with this guy, man. I, I swear, man. <laughs> it gets harder and harder every day. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it took me a sec. Today's episode, we're talking about lessons from love. What? You got a problem with that? I put back no, my drink? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, we're talking about lessons with love. And the the first thing that came to mind when I wanted to bring up this topic or what led to coming up with this topic 
uh, was a quote that I saw. I love quotes, but it was a quote that I saw on TikTok, and it says, "Guy's TikTok page is named Hunter Prosper. He's pretty like it's cool what he does, the shots and everything he sets up. He goes out to random people and asks them these questions about love and relationships and all that. Just like right? on the street, yeah, just on the street <laughs> and stuff, like in a park or whatever. Yeah, middle of the night, <laughs> <laughs> trench coat on." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who did you fall in love with first? <laughs> but the question that he had was, what lessons did you learn from your first heartbreak? And so that's the first question I'm going to open up to us, just to start the conversation and, and kind of maybe set the tone a little bit. But uh, talking about things that we take away from the the pain that is a heartbreak. So either y'all, what lessons have you learned in heartbreak? First lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Breakups, the top three worst feelings. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of top threes. There's a lot of top threes on this show. Uh, Don't hold us accountable for remembering the top pretty threes. Pretty shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. Main main thing I learned right away. Um, second thing is you can have like a lot of friends around you. I, for my for my first breakup, I didn't really have many. I had a couple, but like not many people like I was like involving in our relationship really. So I didn't have like a lot of people to talk to. But regardless, I think. You can have a lot of friends around you distracting you from the breakup, but ultimately it's just you facing it yourself. You got to get through it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't hook up with your girlfriend, <laughs> with your ex. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm, I was guilty of that for the mm. first relationship too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes things w- much worse depending on like how how quickly after you hook up mm. with them too. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the best lesson I learned uh, was was to get comfortable being independent mm. because in my, in my opinion relationships are just temporary so you got to always be there for yourself when you need to like fall back on something right mm. so if you're independent and self-reliant um you don't really at the end of the day you you like you're going to be like worried and, and like sad and stuff but it's not going to really matter because you're just going to have your shit together mm. kind of mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that was the worst part. <clears throat> worst part for me. Yeah, because you were in that like, relationship for so long. Relationship straight out of high school, six years. Mm-hmm. Like we literally grew, like we grew up out of high school together, all like spending every day together, everything. And then when it broke off, it's like, well, fuck, like what do I got now? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like that was me basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that's what really like sunk me to like rock bottom. Then it was like I'm all alone. Like, yeah, like you said, you got friends, and it's, like, through that whole, like, first part of the breakup, we, like, go out drinking, it's all fun, all that, but then it's, like, I still go home alone, mm-hmm. and then it's worse, because then I'm, like, wasted by myself, mm, Yeah, and then all the thoughts start coming in, and it's just, like, like it, it, it doesn't, like, it helps momentarily, but then at the end of the day, it's still, you still got all the shit feelings. Yeah. So it's, like, what And you gotta deal with them by yourself. Yeah. So it's, like, that was, like, the biggest struggle for me to, like, really be okay with being alone being okay with just me it's a hard way to learn that lesson too yeah right because you are you're thrown into the deep end essentially right yeah especially in a in a case like yourself where it was a very long relationship to have that come to an end Mm -hmm. you're you you've been swimming at that that level there that that length for some time right and and then now all of a sudden there's a drop off right yeah and you have no life jacket Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. you're just out there there's no lj Big freaking tsunami wave yeah. coming in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No surfboard and nothing. Man. Yeah, no, that's hard. Uh, I'd, I'd agree with you that I think the my first heartbreak, yeah, it was like coming to terms with the fact that you are your own individual. 
and you gotta you gotta work through things by yourself mm-hmm. the lesson that i took from my first heartbreak so first relationship and i've only been into long-term relationships but longer term anyways you get what i'm saying yeah. my lesson from the first one was that you're if, if you build a relationship around what you think is a friendship and realize that you both are still growing and evolving that friendship can change before you even realize it does mm-hmm. and so what you think was there foundationally might not be there any longer and that can i don't know it, it when i first went through my breakup i like you know who i had been in a relationship yeah, yeah, the yeah. first time and it was like I thought all these things that we had were like similar tastes in, in music or whatever. And I, I fixated on that being the thing that kept us together. And like, that's why I was attracted to this person. I remember it was like back in like grade 12 when we had started dating, it was like, Oh, they like the same music that I like. And then three years later, three, four years later, when the breakups coming around, like I brought that up. I don't know why I brought that up. I thought I was young. I thought that was the important thing or one of the important things to me in relationship was music taste. And so I was saying like, Oh, like I thought this was like, like we have we have all these things in common you're telling me that we don't have all these things in common like blah 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 and they're like no we don't anymore and i was in my head like whoa no way and it's like i don't know ever since then i realized little stuff like that that you think was so important really doesn't matter anymore and like yeah. when you're looking for a partner it's more i don't know less less obvious the reasons why you're attracted to each other and want to be together but the lesson i took from it was that don't build it around a friendship that only like you're visualizing, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Maybe communicate yeah. more about the reasons why you're like interested in each other. Or, but I don't know. Don't force something to happen. That's the other thing I took from it. In my opinion, like, well, it's only happened like once for me, but like when you are able to like build a friendship first mm-hmm. and then it turns into a relationship, it's almost better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like that too. Yeah. It's almost, it's like, I don't know. It's, Over a long period of time, it'd be sick sure because i the, the way that my first relationship worked in high school was like what was it winter formal and all that stuff was coming up yeah, so yeah, it was like yeah. oh you got to get somebody to go on a dance yeah. uh, to the dance with right like stuff like that and so yeah. it was like I, I don't know you i don't know if you felt this way at all at the start of your relationship it was like oh this person happens to be the person that i'm going to this thing with mm-hmm. now my interest is growing with this person and it's like now that we've had this one event now i'm like focusing energy on learning more and more about them and it's like fitting sort of pieces in to tell me that oh yeah that we are good together we are good together we are good mm-hmm. together maybe ignoring things that would tell you otherwise right you know yeah i get you yeah i think it's kind of like what cap said you know it's like if you got a girl and you're like girl or guy Mm-hmm. and you're like actually like friends you love hanging out with each other you got same interests all that and like as friends you're like growing together all that and then you do develop other fe- feelings for them like physical like attractiveness or like whatever like you're attracted to them all those mm-hmm. other components of the relationship then i think that works out to be like a better whole relationship rather than just either you think they're hot yeah because then yeah, it's yeah. like at that point then that's not gonna work because you'll probably end up just hating the person mm-hmm. later on like once you move in you're like fuck i can't stand them 24 yeah. 7 or if you're just friendship and you're not really at- attracted to them then at the same time then you just start thinking oh like they're my friend they're when like you may be in a relationship yeah not getting the but intimacy. like you're not getting mm-hmm. the intimacy part yeah mm-hmm. and so it's like it goes like yeah maybe at the start it was intimate but if you're not really in it on both senses, then it'll just go straight to a friendship. Yeah. And then yeah. you're put in the in like the bad scenario too, because then if they're attracted to you, then you got to be the one to break up with your friend. Mm-hmm. You got to basically cut a uh, friendship off. Yeah. Well, and possibly. hope that it still works that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to hope, but 
probably like it won't it won't be the same again mm -hmm. you know that's a fair point too yeah i think that that's kind of how my first relationship went was they thought of me more of just a friend by the end of it mm -hmm. whereas i was wanting there to be more i was like wanting that that intimacy a bit more mm -hmm. right didn't work out and that's all right that's fine it's all but right. the lessons it's we take right. is what we bring into the next <laughs> we're step, all right? fine we're all gonna be okay <laughs> we're all gonna be fine i swear to god we're gonna be fine man you got tissues <laughs> yeah in in your case right you ended up being like best friends right for a long time yeah, oh, yeah. right and and so that's it can build in there too but it's cool this idea imagine you meet somebody and it's like oh it's just like somewhat friends maybe you like barely even talk to each other at first then all of a sudden maybe like they're hanging out with your friends more you see them more often you become friends with them blah, 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 some movie bullshit like yeah. i want to be friends with somebody Just as you were saying you that them. i'm thinking of like a scary movie and it's like and then you're fucked yeah <laughs> as we all know kabir loves relationships see big fan <laughs> man let's take that idea then of learning a lesson from one heartbreak and moving on to what's next mm -hmm. uh, i think i have another quote and i'll read out another quote this is from a philosopher this time i don't know who they are but i, yeah. I just saw it Start somewhere atticus <laughs> atticus that's their name it's not the fear of losing them it's that we gave them so many pieces of us we fear they'll take that with them when they leave and so mm -hmm. that is i don't know if that pertains to y'all at all or if either of you have felt that about relationships or leaving a relationship or committing and opening up to somebody mm -hmm. but the question that i have about that then is how do you feel about making yourself vulnerable now after heartbreak or going through heartbreaks how do you feel now about making yourself vulnerable to another person to someone who now you're going to date i'm scared yeah i'm scared yeah yeah like as you guys know i'm talking to this girl right now and it's like well at least like for the past like months after like the breakup or whatever I was fully like after I got better and mm -hmm. stuff and finally stopped being like that sad about it and mm -hmm. everything. I was like back in I got into that mentality where it's like I don't really want a relationship. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to be single and just whatever. If girls come, girls come, but I'm not gonna look for more than like something casual mm -hmm. with them, right? Mm -hmm. But now I'm talking to this girl and it's like it's bringing back feelings of like a relationship that I've been missing. Right. So it's like, I'm like, we've hung out a few times and it's making me really happy. Right. But so I'm still like How on the other it? side. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like I'm, I'm scared because I'm like, oh, like I literally like mm -hmm. had this mentality like a month ago mm -hmm. and now I'm like completely contradicting myself and I'm like, like, fuck, like, is this really like, is this what I want to do or I don't want to do that thing? Mm -hmm. Like how I felt before. Right. And at the same time too, it's like, I'm scared to like get really into it. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't work out then like i don't want to like take like all the steps i took forward i don't want to take back mm -hmm. you know so it's like you gotta be cautious but at the same time i think like i'm gonna follow with it and see how it goes yeah. and hopefully if it from what i've learned i'm hoping that if it doesn't work out then i'll be i'll be better off like obviously i'm gonna be sad but hopefully i'll be for less time and i'll actually be able to like like it won't like destroy me like my last relationship right 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 mm -hmm. i guess that's the the hard part of where the fear is from what it sounds yeah. like you're saying is it's like it's that fear of having to deal with that same feeling yeah again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right even in a short amount of time mm -hmm. yeah. right like let's say you you did start to see where this goes and if it didn't work out in 
less than the last relationship lasted. You know what I mean? The last mm-hmm. relationship was six, six years, years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this one maybe six years. <laughs> this one maybe six years, maybe not. Whatever. But like, let's say yeah. you're seeing this girl even just for a couple months, and then it ends. Yeah. That feeling of like really enjoying your time with somebody and then having that come to an end, I think is equally as painful. I don't know if equally is the right word, but it's still painful regardless oh, yeah. of how oh, long yeah. the time. Yeah. Right. Because you're, you're giving a part of yourself to this person while you're with them, mm-hmm. right. You're opening up to a certain level. So you would say that you feel that it is scary to oh, be yeah. vulnerable. Oh, That's yeah. the word that you use. Yeah. Is scary. Yeah. 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 Scary. Good word. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relationships yeah. are scary, man. Mm-hmm. From yeah. both sides. Anybody. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's just scary to like deal with that again and again, right? Yeah. Is you don't want to deal with that again and again. I don't want to yeah. have to deal with hurt another time. I don't want another lesson. I don't need that shit. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, ideally you want to go back into like like at following a breakup. Ideally you want to be like going if let's say you're pursuing another relationship, you don't want to be um you don't want to be scared. You mm-hmm. want to pretend like that last breakup never happened. Yeah. Really. Well, I think it all ties in with that like making sure that you're independent. Mm-hmm. right like if you are fully okay with yourself you love yourself you're fully independent and you know that you if you're by yourself you're oh you're gonna be okay then it doesn't like any new relationship long or short if it ends you already like 100 percent know that you're okay mm-hmm. like you you've been by yourself this whole time mm-hmm. before the relationship after and you know that you're okay yeah so it's like you, it happens hopefully like the breakup is like a clean breakup. And then at that point, then like maybe you could still be friends or whatever, but you know yourself that you'll be okay. Obviously you'll be a little sad, yeah. but it's not gonna, it's not gonna break you or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You've proven to yourself that yeah. you can Like you know your that own. you yeah. yourself are okay. Yeah. But if you don't know that, then like every time you have a breakup or every time you go into a relationship, you're going to give it your all and you're going to be broken up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I say on TikTok too, you see it all the time too. Like the quotes, it's like for a good relationship, it's not about like the guy making the girl happy through the relationship or the girl making the guy happy through the relationship. It's that both of them are happy Before. and they're making, yeah, yeah. Th- by themselves they're happy and then together they're bringing both their happiness like together. Mm-hmm. But if one's like super dependent on the other, then it's not really going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. I think you, in a way you touched on it earlier where it's like you so much of yourself became part of this person who you were in a, in mm-hmm. a relationship with for six years, mm-hmm. right? And that, in a way, leaves yourself with less and less of yourself, Yeah. right? Which is, it's a weird thing to think about, right? Like, you're still you and you've done all your growing up and those are some, like, really crucial years growing up out of yeah. high school, right? And you weren't not alone. You were You definitely weren't alone, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You you give, I think, so much more, especially at a young age when you're with yeah. somebody for a long amount of time. And then when you're forced to take that time to yourself, it's almost like you're, I don't know, it's even harder to like yeah. relearn than what it is to be alone, right? The longer time you've been, especially at a young age, because so much changes so quickly around our careers, around what our friends are doing, where people are, what we're doing for school, whatever, right? We're doing all this while also being in a relationship. And then to have that stop, mm-hmm. it can throw you for a loop, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And it was know. just, it was hard that it was so, like, our relationship was so integrated within our, like, friendship group, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that was, like, one of the hardest parts because it was, like, kind of my identity to, like, in our friend group, my identity became, like, our relationship. Mm. So then once, you would expect you two to be so at it every so time. So then once yeah. mm. our, that relationship ended, it's like, 
like who am I? Like I'm just I'm just me now, you know. <laughs> so what did you do? I mean, you you talked about the fact that you would see friends, and that was like a good vent for a while. Yeah. But when it didn't did you? Help too much. Like why didn't that help too much? I don't know, because we just went out drinking, it was fun, all that. But it's like, and then like, like sure, like sometimes we get drunk, we talk about it, but mm-hmm. like there wasn't any like hard reflection, you know. It's kind of like getting drunk, talk about it maybe talk some shit about it right and then go home and then i'm just stuck with those like things in my head and then i'm just talking to myself and then so it's like i'm drunk talking to yourself too yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly so it's like now that like all of that i'm talking about is negative stuff oh like why did i do this what could have what could have i done why she did this like what like did i do anything it's like no like just all that like bullshit right that doesn't help you at all it just makes me get like stay stuck in that mood Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people will go through that initial like chapter like Mm -hmm. out of a breakup right where it is you're you're trying anything to not think about this yeah yeah yeah, yeah, anything to get your mind off of things so i mean it sounds like in general and it's okay for us all to have the same feeling about opening up and being vulnerable to the next person there's a little bit of fear there i think that's what it is is that we're hesitant to want to put ourselves out there again for fear of having to deal with a breakup again you've mentioned that a few times on previous episodes you're mentioning that now coming out of a recent (laughs) breakup and i get it right it's i think that's the only reservation if there was like no possible negative consequence of opening up to people everybody would do it yeah right but it's the idea that you are going to get hurt that i think holds people back sometimes from being willing to you know i using just a quick example here it's like i don't even want to be on dating apps because i know that i'm like i wouldn't want to commit and like open up in that way yet i'm also like not mentally there to do it so it's like i wouldn't want to do the same thing to them where they're opening up to me and then now i'm creating this hurt for them if they like if they were into me and if i was into them but it's like oh i know i'm not ready to do anything yeah now i'm creating that same hurt that i'm afraid of for someone else and that's going to make the experience that they have with the next person they see even worse too right it's just a compounding thing yeah you know it just gets worse yeah it doesn't get any easier a few times now where if uh where I've been like chatting with like a girl on a dating app and like the things are like the conversation's going well. And I'm like, Oh, is this conversation going a little too well? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh shit. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, then I just start, I just start like, um, like, like veering off from the conversation Mm. really. And I just stop putting effort into conversation (laughs) a little Mm. bit because it's a little scary. Tough guy. Not really. No, it's, Consider it, guy, in a way. Consider it, it, It's shitty, but it's considerate, too. Yeah, because like what Troy was saying before, um, like the independence is important for when you need to fall Mm -hmm. back on yourself after a breakup. But there's also the problem of now, now that I personally am like comfortable with my independence Mm -hmm. and I know I'm going to be okay after a breakup, I'm more worried about the other person now, even Mm -hmm. more so after Mm -hmm. the breakup. I'm like, oh, is this person going to be fine? Do I have like mm-hmm. what, how much space do I need to give them? Um, and all that sort of stuff. So it's, there's always some sort of problem in that, that, I mean, in my opinion, that there's yeah. something to be worried about. That's yeah. why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an interesting point, actually. It's like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> you've, um, in a way though, like you, you've proven Hold to yourself, <laughs> you've proven to yourself that you can make it out of that feeling. Right. So it's almost like it sounds as though you have confidence enough that 
you're good on your own you know you're good on your own you want to make sure and not be responsible for someone else not being good on their own so you're not going to put them in a position where they're feeling hurt yeah i think that's the yeah. that's the main reason now why i'm avoiding relationships because i just don't want to hurt the other person now right because you are sure that you're not doing that right now you're not in a relationship right now you're not going for it no right so why why make someone else feel that hurt yeah exactly no. yeah and that's fair um speaking of relationships and stuff related to love tonight is the release of certified <laughs> lover boy by drake <laughs> Uh, and my friend Harp was giving me live updates. My idol, Harp. He asked me to call him his idol or my idol. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was saying that his dress dropped right now, but we'll listen yeah. to it. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, we'll listen to it after the, the episode here. But before knowing that it was out and anything, he, there's been some advertising for Certified Lover Boy out there. And one of the billboards had another quote. Today's a fucking quote episode, boys. I just love it. Yeah. Um, there was another quote from a billboard. Uh, which I'll tie into a question here too. And the quote on the billboard said, should have said you love me today because tomorrow is a new day. So this is from Drake saying this and promoting Certified Lover Boy. Uh, so my question from that is, what's your approach been with dating since the last relationship? Like how much are you willing to step out there? Do you care if someone isn't interested in you anymore? Do you move on to the next because tomorrow is a new day? Mm-hmm. Okay, as I, as I've been going like on Tinder and like all that stuff, mm-hmm. some of my, some of like our other friends mm-hmm. always say, and like some of our girlfriends too, it's like when I talk to someone, it's like especially like if it's a girl and I'm interested, I'm gonna be like I'm talking to you because I want to talk to you. True, you know. So it's like I always have my phone on me. Everybody mm-hmm. always has their phone mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you okay. reply, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna reply like decently quick, like. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't get the... Okay, so then my, our friends were telling us how, like, oh, no, like, you should take some time, like... There's a game to it. Yeah, like, play it cool, like, just, like, just talk very little and just, like, basically, like, I don't know, like, tease it out or just, like, look cool, basically, mm-hmm. like, Kinda be like cool. Play the hard to get. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, but it's, like, to me, it's, like, I match with you for a reason. But I guess it's, like, the fact of the matter is that that's how that works now, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, that at our age, like... People play that game all the time, right? Yeah. And it's you kind of have to to get anything out of dating these days. You gotta you gotta play that way, otherwise it's I don't know. Yeah, it's like rare, rarely so many do you misses. get like uh, you come across a person where they're just going like full throttle. In yeah, the someone like straight up just yeah. wants to talk. Like whenever yeah. you are and able to talk, right? and it's funny because that almost is refreshing nowadays. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Being well, a human is a refreshing yeah. thing, yeah. man. Well, that's How like dare it? that's like the girl I'm talking to now. Mm-hmm. She talks to me like all day i talk to her all day right. and that's what i like that's, a good that's feeling, what man that's what i like you know yeah. it's like i want someone to talk to and she's there and she wants to talk to me so it's it's a nice feeling you yeah not yeah, too okay. nice <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i the, that quote there that quote about um you should have said you love me today because tomorrow is a new day uh I, I feel like there's two ways of looking at that same quote one way is how you move on Right. On to the next. You know what I mean? Okay. This didn't pan out on to the next. Right. The other way that I see it is being totally you saying what you want to say when you want to say it rather than leaving it for the next day because the other person might move on too. Right. If you're interested in somebody and maybe there's like a, a cloud of mystery in the air around that, like, are they into me? Are they not into me? Tell them you are. And then deal with the the repercussions of that. Deal yeah. with the consequence. They're either going to be into it or they're not. 
but say it now rather than later. You know, I feel like, I don't know, there's there's two ways to go about but it without you make yourself too vulnerable. Everybody's talking to everybody, mm. like nowadays. Mm. Like everybody that's Nobody's sing- talking to just one almost, person. Almost everybody yeah. that's single is on at least one of the apps. And they, especially like more for girls, because guys will like girls more on the apps. So like they always got guys to talk about. Mm. So you you run two risks. Mm. It's like if you're talking to one and you don't say it, but she does like you. But like, and then you don't say it. Someone else is gonna say it and say, like, "Okay, well, I don't know about this guy, but this guy's mm-hmm. this guy likes me, so I'm gonna go with this guy." Or it's like the the whole playing cool thing. Mm-hmm. And if you say it, and she's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like it's yeah. a, that's a little too much too soon. <laughs> Fuck out of here! I like, like, I like you, yet. but like it would have been good like next week. At, <laughs> like if you said it next week. <laughs> next week. If you said it next week when I talked to you a little more, I would I would I would I would have liked yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that you you run the risk, <laughs> but then so you said something, you got to take that risk sometimes. Mm-hmm. And realistically, if if you really feel that way and you tell her and she doesn't, then mm-hmm. you should already know that it's not the girl for you. Mm-hmm. You know, life is short, man. Yeah. Life is short. Send that text. <laughs> send, send that picture. No, no, no. I'm waiting. <laughs> My phone's dry. Let's go. Oh, I'm gonna send you a picture. <laughs> oh man, different nah. from the one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. But yeah, man, I I feel like I don't know. Say what's on your mind. That's one way to go. But I agree with you. It's like you put yourself out there, and I've had that exact same feeling where like you're overcommitting to it, and maybe like you're vibing for a little bit, and then the ghost comes out of nowhere. <laughs> what do yeah. I fucking do? Like even like that hurts. I feel like Cab's never has to deal with this shit. You're just so perfect. So look at him. Look at him. Look at him. You seen his picture? Oh, wow. <laughs> you seen his profile? I have seen his profile. No, I got like old Sick, fucking dude. pics on there, man. No, they're still sexy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nobody's ghosting this guy. <laughs> I will admit that I have ghosted a few girls. Mm. <laughs> as soon as I did it, I thought of you right away. <laughs> Ruben would hate me. That's okay, man. That's okay. But it, it was is, just it like is. the conversation was like going really well. But it was like, it was like <laughs> how? Wait, if it's going really well, why is that it's a reason to ghost? That have a good conversation. I, lo- I love talking to her, so I ghosted like, her. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? They're gonna be so confused, man. <laughs> it was. Like, <laughs> they're telling other friends can we just text her a month after i miss you <laughs> it's just because it's hard to like put your to like be bold and like get your intentions out there right like at as soon as possible in the conversation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you'd rather have it come up naturally but like if i'm talking to a girl and then like we're sending like fucking essays back and forth mm. and then it's just like a friendly conversation we're asking like about like our each other's lives mm-hmm. and then at one at, like at some point i'm just like what am I doing? <laughs> I don't want this. What have I done? <laughs> and you know, and I'm just like, oh well, it's kind of acceptable to like ghost on these apps now. Mm. So <laughs> it's never acceptable. <laughs> See ya, man. I don't, I feel like there's also a different way that you can approach how you talk on these apps too. For sure, right? I like. Cabs, all credit to you, man. You're fucking hilarious on these apps. I see this guy's messages. You just got a way of picking anything out from anybody's yeah. profile and making a yeah. hilarious joke. Out of it. <laughs> there's there's yeah. times where I like I, the, she might be like really attractive and we match, and I can't find a single thing, so I just won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Why don't you just say, hey, at that point? Just gamble That's it. Why. He'll never just gamble do it hey, all though. double green. <laughs> double green. <laughs> Throw it all double green. See what happens. Oh, you never man. know. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're really good at making making something out of out of nothing. It's really yeah, good. Stuff. Maybe I'll start doing that again. This guy's got gifs on deck, man. Yeah, this guy would send us like the funniest man. things, man. Just like the best lines. But my my point of me saying that is, I'll admit I'm not good at messaging. I've oh, I like too. y'all have <laughs> roasted me to the fucking ground with this shit, man. <laughs> like I used to be way worse too, because I I would t- I talk proper in text. I got yeah, all my punctuation yeah, yeah. in there. I'm sending like full Guilty. on sentences. Like <laughs> I talk Guilty. like a real person. <laughs> But that's not how you're supposed to talk in text. Like, that yeah. doesn't look cool. Nobody wants to date that. If you right? put a period, it looks rude. Apparently. <laughs> it looks like, rude. I would never end a text with a period. I'll always leave, like, the last sentence open. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'll, yeah. like, if I have two sentences, I'm not going to send two texts. I'm going to send it in one message. Like, I'm that's like, just someone, the way that I feel. If someone sent me a sentence with a period, I'm like, oh, shit. They're trolled. They're mad. They're, they're mad. What did <laughs> I do? Yeah. No. What I want to know is who started doing the, the fucking... The text where it's like, like half a sentence, like ten times, you know, like oh, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, like like it's, it's broken up into a million things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it could be just sent in one text, but it's like ten texts, right, right, right off the bat, right. I'll put a picture up for reference so that we know what we're talking about. Where it's like, look, here's a thing. This is blah 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 blah. Like it'll be like broken into a million things. Yeah. yeah. I guess I mean, so, so it doesn't look like a big ass thing, you know? Mm-hmm. They try to make it look like it's like oh, like yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you think when you see a message like that? I think this person has ADD. <laughs> really? Because in a way, no, yeah, obviously, yeah. Not, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, but yeah. like, I'm thinking their type, that type of personality. Really. Right. My, Which is not a bad. Thing. The way that I read into it is that oh, this person is a little more fun. Yeah, I that's guess, what I, I see out of it. I'm like, oh, they're they're a little more fun. Sometimes they're, more, can, they're like, more bubbly like that's what i get out of it which is yeah, stupid I so. but like, i feel like sometimes you can like use that to express yourself a little more though so sure. it's like if you say like if you say like hey how are you doing and that's like you could change by sending them in like two different like messages it could be like hey what are you doing mm-hmm. like it's almost like gives you like that pause you know instead of hey what are you doing hey what are you doing yeah sure i like you know, that like, one it, like, it kind i of, like that one it's a little more <laughs> it's a little more like how you how you talk sure yeah yeah. yeah yeah then just a straight hey what are you like, doing sounds a bit more like whoa <laughs> hey pump the brakes i'm like ruben hey period how are you <laughs> <laughs> <Question mark. laughs> i'm not that bad man but i was way worse so admittedly I, I i just not good at messaging on the app so that's one thing i don't miss about not being on them right now is i know that i suck at messaging but anyways what you take away from that quote of whether or not you should share a lot about yourself or move on to the next thing when someone doesn't want to do anything with you it's okay to just keep it moving Mm -hmm. because life is short doesn't stop for anybody just keep moving through be okay on your own we've identified all these things these are good qualities (laughs) these are good lessons (laughs) be okay on your own ape together strong man dude i love planet of the apes anyways (laughs) really good movies man it's so real. <laughs> it, dude, that's what I thought when the first one came out. I was blown away. Oh, you're like, CGI. how are these monkeys talking? <laughs> James Franco is coming in and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I hate that they took him out for the second one, but whatever. Um, the last question for today's episode is thinking of all these things, lessons that we've learned from heartbreak, whatever. What's your, what's your view on love today and how has it maybe changed over time? Like, do you look at love differently after going through heartbreak? Do you look at love in any different way? I'm looking at, cause we talked about, was it AJ's on AJ's mm. episode? We talked about like what this kind of, what does love mean to you? Now we did talk about it. I cut that out of the episode. 
Oh, you did? I did oh. not put it into the episode. Wow. It, it made no, it. you're right. I did watch the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we cut it out because it, uh, it was just really, really long. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if my 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 view on love has changed, really. It's just uh, maybe it was just after the first one. I just had like a pessimistic, that pessimistic view has stayed with me mm-hmm. where I just see it as, one. Well, we're talking about love with like a, a partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I think the love can always be there, but I always just feel like the relationship is going to be temporary. I just don't know. Mm. I just don't see um, how staying with, I mean, it's, I feel like it's just really rare to be staying with one person for like forever. For like mm. your whole, for your whole and life. Being, yeah, yeah. And being happy mm-hmm. and being content. Like not just being and not, married and staying together because right. you're married together, you got kids, so you just stay yeah. together because it's. And like feeling like what else feeling fulfilled and not having to like look anywhere else for any mm-hmm. uh, any source of happiness. Little unrealistic, but I don't know if I when I started thinking like that, mm-hmm. but maybe it was like because my parents split up as well mm-hmm. that had also factored into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that a little bit. Is yeah. like what you see in the world also affects how you think about love too, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact is that love and marriage and partnerships they exist throughout time and they continue to happen i do think that and we've talked about it a little bit before it's a generational thing i feel like our generation is in this mindset a lot more than others or at least it seems like we're in this mindset a lot more than others that yeah, yeah. like everything is temporary people do just date around um, you're not looking for a long-term partnership at a young age anymore whereas generations back you would be right people mm-hmm. our age would be thinking about getting married a lot more often than we are yeah. Right. We have two friends that are one friend that's married, one, one that's, that's engaged. engaged. That's it. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't happen as often, or it seems like it doesn't happen as yeah. often. Maybe in our world, it doesn't happen as often. Mm-hmm. Right. But we surround ourselves with each other too. Right. So I guess that's the thing is we're surrounded by people who think somewhat similarly. Right? Yeah. For me, the way that my opinion on love has changed is I love love. I will always love love. I think love is great. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, But I'm not looking for it. I don't feel the need to go out and look for it anymore. Out of my first relationship, I felt the need to go out and look for it. I wanted that companionship again. I wanted to have that satisfied. And I had it satisfied in my last partner. Yeah. Right. I, I found love again there. Right. But now out of that relationship... I'm not wanting to look for it at all anymore, which is Mm -hmm. weird. For so much of my young life, it had been a priority for me. It had been this thing that I wanted and that I was looking for. And now it's not. Now it's kind of just taken a a back seat to whatever else is going on in my life. And whether that be working on a podcast, whether that be, I don't know, just spending time with friends. I love, I think that, I think that you touch on it just a second ago is that the two types of love, right? There's the romantic love and there's platonic love. There's love with friends. That love is now the love that I value a lot more at this mm-hmm. point in my life. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The whole romantic love thing is cool, but I don't want to go look for it right now. Well, it's because yeah, you got, you got priorities now. Yeah. <clears throat> you got, got different priorities now. Yeah. Before you didn't have anything going on. What were you in school? Like Yeah. Just school, it's like, so you go home, you study, like, mm-hmm. sure, it's your priority, but at the same time, it's not like it's the priority you love to do, mm-hmm. so you want something else that's better, but now you got all this, you got the podcast, you got, you moved out, like, you got your priorities set, so it's like, you really think about it, it's like, oh, I don't really need a girlfriend right now, I don't need to fall in love right now, like, I love doing this, I love doing that, so that takes the back seat, mm-hmm. right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You just don't have to focus on it so much anymore. Yeah. yeah I guess that's the, the change for me. I like it better. Independent. Uh, yeah. You like it. Independent. Why do you like it better this way? Cubs? I enjoy, or I, I like the part of it where like i'm not yeah like you said you're not looking for love Mm -hmm. right um i don't know Mm -hmm. to bring it from that for a second over to troy uh hearing off from my important from my important sentence (laughs) i was looking no i'm actually happy that you mentioned looking for love um you've just as you said for the last month or so been talking to this girl you're enjoying your time talking to this girl really happy for you by the way that's awesome that you're getting to have some of that feeling back thank you um this is totally hypothetical and this is like definitely too early in your knowing of this person. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with the fact that this one became a relationship? Are you ready for that to happen? How about that? Not, not <laughs> I don't even know. think about that. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's I don't know break if, that down for a sec, man. I don't know if anybody's like after like whatever. I don't think I don't actually know. I shouldn't say that because there's definitely people that are full on ready for a relationship yeah. and ready to sell down, ready to do all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent like know if I'm like ready for another full blown relationship. But I, like, I don't mean that in a way where it's like it, it's. But it, those... it, it's just like like a bit of a mindset. But yeah. at the same time, it's like I I do like yeah. I, I think like if I'll definitely take it slow. For one, like that's like the first thing. Just see how it really goes before anything gets serious. And then at that point, like, because we've only hung out for, say, like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's, it's very short time, but I really love hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. Whoa, so, love. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we got him, ladies and gentlemen. Shut up. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Cut it. You really like but hanging out with them. I yeah. like hanging out with them. And then, so it's like at, thi- at this point right now, mm-hmm. I could see it going into a relationship. Mm-hmm. I could. But then you never know about tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we'll see. And then the only thing like, like I'll never know until we actually get into a relationship and then like see like that. But it's like, I would think that if I went into it, I would really, before I went into it, I would have to reflect a lot on what I didn't like about my past relationship mm-hmm. and what was really like, what were really the things that made me like not kind of want to be in it like mm-hmm. even though like like i was heartbroken that it ended or whatever it's like always like kind of in the back of my mind i knew that we shouldn't be together this would end at some point yeah like i knew like what i wanted to do for myself and all that but it was just like like you said it was like i wasn't my own person mm-hmm. so it's like i didn't like i couldn't even think about me being without her yeah it sounds like you got some things to figure out before you think about a relationship too, right? Mm. Like there's, there are things that you got to like pinpoint as to what you would be okay with and what you wouldn't be okay with Mm. before you start assuming that. Anyways, um, just for time's sake, we're at the end of the episode here. So, uh, thanks Troy for coming on. First of all, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you being here. These guys, (laughs) touch me. (laughs) Um, I think for like takeaways for me from, from this episode is like, from lessons learned from heartbreak, obviously we've all identified independence as something that's very important to take away. It's a shitty yeah. way to learn that you need yeah. to be good on your own, but you need to be good on your own. Mm-hmm. The dating world is a little bit interesting in that you can't <laughs> you can't overextend, you can't underextend. Ghosting is still a thing. Right. It's got to be just right, but it's like 
the person who you're talking to as well should receive things at a just right level and that should work out if it's going to work out right yeah there's uh there's there's lots to think about with how you view love and depending on where you're at in your life you're either looking for it or you're not and then sometimes it creeps up on you when a month ago you weren't feeling a certain way now someone comes along you feel a certain way cabs is doing that to other people where they not feel a certain way good man good man i say that that's a good thing i think it's a good thing that you're not giving these women false hope here beautiful bastard uh anyways thank you everybody for watching um if you enjoyed this week's episode leave a comment like whatever you know the deal anyways i'll see y'all next week peace